Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Hey, what's up, man? This Carbon 15, a.k.a. Mr. Rare. And I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. We bustin' a brick, we tell the block, and we cut it in nicks. Which money did you bitch? You got kicked out the spot, you gon' suck in those. Alright. So we got Carbon 15 off the porch with us today. Yep, yep, yep. This is Carbon 15. Yeah, man. How you feeling, bro? <laughs> I feel pretty good, man. Yeah. I feel pretty good, man. No complaints, man. Made it through, making it through the pandemic. You know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, staying positive, man. Keeping everything positive, man. Nothing negative steps into my circumference, period. You know? It's a good level to be at, man. It's a mm-hmm. good space to be at in yep. your life, man. You yep. know? Yeah. So, you know, we long overdue for this, man. Long overdue. You long know? overdue. They may not know the history between Carbon and DGB, so we're going to nah. break it down for them. You know, we're going to break it down. We're going to tell them how me and you knew each other and talked for maybe 10, 12 years and never saw each other in person. We're going to tell them that. <laughs> not till I moved to Atlanta. That's right. Yep. That's crazy, that was the beginning, man. man. Yeah, man. All right, so originally from Macon, right? Macon, where we get the bacon. Balling in big bodies. Bibb County, you did? Yes, sir, man. So (laughs) when would you say you jumped off the porch in Macon? I jumped off the porch. Let me see when I jumped off the porch. I had to be 94. I think it was 1994 I jumped off the porch. I had this neighbor, a white guy. His name was Chucky, Chucky Allen. And uh White guy, he turned me on to eight ball and MJG. Really? I never heard of him. 1994. From that point on, I just 
I just went, fell in love with music and just, just learning about, you know, how people like some of my favorite artists came up and they were mm -hmm. hustling. They came up from hustling. So that just turned me into wanting to be, you know, a hustler of, of all sorts. You know what I mean? So I say 94 is when I jumped off the porch. My parents didn't know I was off the porch, but I was <laughs> off the porch in 94. <laughs> so how did you get your start in the music industry? Were you rapping ever at all? Nah, or? never, never touched the mic. Never touched the mic to rap. Okay. No, 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 nah. I, I got my start. Um, some of my guys down in Macon, man, I um, told you, like, I, I fell in love with music, 94, 95, and all through high school, I, I fell in love with music, you know? So, um, 98, 99, I graduated, uh, 97, I graduated, and I went to college down in Savannah, in uh, Savannah State University, and um, I came back home the summer of 99 and my guys they were they had they had created it way they were already rapping it was this group in making called ghwp gangsters hustlers pimps and players okay and so my guys they were rapping some of my guys were rapping with them from my neighborhood where i'm from and then one of my guys he created the mud hole productions and the mud hole productions it had uh greedy uh six four gaining wolf um sin uh, a couple producers and whatnot, but we did a Gangster Grills with DJ Drummer. My partner, he met, he, he got cool with DJ Hershey back in the day. We used to go to Blue Flame like every weekend and Hershey connected him somehow. He got with Drummer and I met Drummer and we did a Gangster Grills. Okay. That was my, that was back in uh, summer of 99. All right. And the Mutt Hole Presents, you know what I mean? <laughs> and we did a Gangster Grills, man. And uh, Drummer was on there talking his shit and that's when I realized, like, I'm really gonna do this music shit. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm really gonna do it. Yeah. And uh, we did that. We put the project out. They um, did some moving around, making. And after that, I'm, I'm still in college. I'm still in college. And I, um, I bumps into Jay. Well, Jeezy. I bumps into Jeezy. And um, he was little Jay before I left, went, went to college. And when I came back, he was young Jeezy. And, um, he, he, I went around him. I think he had uh, he had uh, the hard and the soft CD out. Okay. And uh, me and my partner Flossin, we we kicked it with him, and we we rode around the city with him, and he played the project for me, and uh, he asked me what I what my opinion was, and I I was like, yo, I like maybe two or three songs on there. He was like, damn, I a double CD, only two or three songs. I'm like, I like what I like. You know what I mean? <laughs> So that was so like 2003, somewhere up in there. But the next time I seen him was 2004, and he had dropped uh, Streets is Watching with him okay. and Drummer. Yeah. So I come around, I'm kicking it. He see I know Drummer. I'm shaking Drummer hand, and I'm 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 know, I know I know a few people around. He like, damn, you know a few people or whatnot. I'm like, yeah, so we, we do the same thing again. We ride around and we listen to Streets' watch. He said, what you think about that? I said, you got them. <laughs> I said, you got them this time. There's plenty of them on here. There's plenty of them. And then that's when I'm like, so what you say on this song? Like, are you saying a carbon of 15? No, he said, I'm, I'm saying a carbon 15. I said, what's that? And he go in the bag and he whoop it out. This is my first time ever seeing the carbon 15. Really? I said, oh, that's, 
Oh, that's what that is. He said, matter of fact, that's your name. That's your new name. Carbon that's your 1-5. new name. <laughs> that's your new name. Carbon 1-5, Carbon 15. I, that's, that's what birthed me, and that's how I got to this point. Okay. That's where it started it. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. what was the first project you worked hands on? Uh, I was there for, for Trap or Die, but I didn't put any input on Trap or Die. You know what I mean? I was just there with him and he would rap to me the songs and let me, you know, and I would tell him what I thought about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's why if you hear on Trap or Die, he would be like, Carbon, where you at, nigga? <laughs> if, you, if you hear, I think it's, um, you, won't, you ain't perfect or something. And it's like, he wouldn't go if I wasn't in there to give him, as soon as it go off, to tell him what I think about it. So that's where, that's when everybody heard me, when he yeah. said, Carbon, where you at, nigga? Carbon, where you at, nigga? And that was the beginning of it, man. And then, and, and, I just started doing fucking with the music shit, man. That was it. And after that was a January 25th, 2005. That's when Trap Die came out. I remember it vividly because that's the last time I truly, until, until I moved on, that's the last time I really got some good sleep. Because January 24th, we <laughs> was up, up all night packaging Trap Die CDs, bro. Shit was crazy, man. Yeah, yep. talk about pushing the, these records pre-internet days. Pre-internet days, man, you had to have relationships with people. That's how I know you. That's how I know DGB. That's how I know Mo. That's how I know Spitty. You know what I mean? But you had to have relationships. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you, you have to have relationships, but the internet is so powerful. We didn't have the internet. So, man, we had to get out there and do all type of stuff. Thousands of posters, giveaway clothing, merchandise, man. Free internet. I respect anybody who came from the pre-internet days. Yep. So did you know that tape was going to be the one? Did you expect it to do what it did and make that mark and basically, you know, trap music history? Yeah, trap. At that time, at that, that, in that era, yeah, I, after Streets is Watching, Streets is Watching was major. Oh, yeah. You know, we came up and uh, we did the Trap or Die release party. That, I, I knew it, but... After the Trap or Die release party, that's when I really knew it. I was like, oh. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she was crazy, man. People were word for word. People knew it. They were supporting. It was a frenzy. So when it came around time for Third Motivation 101 to drop, it was a wrap. We knew it. Oh, yeah. I knew it. You know what I mean? It was just certain. It, it was just too big of a movement. Like 50 Cent hit the game before him, big like that. Mm-hmm. After him, it was Drake. And then I say maybe Future. You know what I mean? And then it goes into the younger people. But he had a real impact back then. And you could see it. You could just see it. You could just see it everywhere we go. People were doing stuff, trying to give away. It was just crazy, man. It was some of the stories, man, that went on back then, bro. Yeah. So was TM101, was that the first one that you were hands-on with then, or? TM101, yeah. TM101, I was there on TM101. He changed a couple lyrics because I was like, nah, cuz, say it like this. You know, let's talk to him. Don't leave out the people who drink beer. You know what I mean? Don't say fuck <laughs> beer. Say yeah and still pop beer. You know what I mean? Shit like that. You know what I mean? So it started there, TM101. You know, that's what that was the birth of Carbon 15. You know what I mean? Now, the second album, The Inspiration, that's when I got my first placement. 
that's when I start, you know, doing more. I got more confidence, you know okay. what I mean? And just start doing up. Then we get the recession in TM103. That's when I started getting my credits and getting my name on the back of the album. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a progression, you know what I mean? Who were some of the producers you brought to Jeezy? Oh, man. So many producers, man. All of them, bro. Anybody that's popping right now, I brought them in there to see that guy. Sunny Digital, uh, Mike Will, Metro Boomin, um, countless, man. It's a lot of producers we locked in with, bro. Um, Black Metal 4. Um, there's a lot of people that he had on his own that, you know, because he was moving. Coach K, he had Coach K before me, and mm -hmm. Coach knows everything. He's the wizard of this shit. So, you know, he, he had a couple relationships, but those are people that I definitely, Lil Lodi, he had eight eight track, tracks on TM 103. And, you know, that's those are some of the people that I know for a fact that my relationships, I'm going to bring them in. Like, yeah. yeah, bro, you need to get with this guy. They about to da 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 You know? A mm -hmm. couple people like that. What did it mean for you to have that trust from him? You know, this is one of the biggest artists in the game, trusting you to oversee his project and be truthful as well about uh, some of these records. Yeah, it, 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 when you look at it, you like, damn, this is my opportunity. He, he rocking with me, he rocking with me. It'll, it'll have you gone, you know what I mean? You almost think like, damn, like, okay, boom. You thinking like, I'm almost thinking I'm Tata, if you know who Tata is, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, here I am, now I'm going. <laughs> but you know, when it all get on the scale, it didn't weigh up like that. So yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. What were those club nights like, well, during the BMF era too? <sighs> That's why I was telling you about the Thug Motivation release party, Trap or Die release party. Man, it's just like, you know, they got the bottles, but Big Meech, they had the big bottles, the Magnums. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Perrier Joliet. Not the regular stuff these guys doing. Meech was far from regular. You know what I mean? So those club nights from Magic City to even when he would take a venue, he would take a warehouse like this and turn it into fucking zoo animals and zebras and elephants. I seen an elephant and a zebra at a party this man did, man. Shout out Hannah Kane, she the best. But yeah, man, them party nights and them club nights was crazy, man. I seen, I've been around some of the biggest names you could think of yeah. partying with this guy. Just being around, you know, being the buffer, the liaison, or whatever you want to call it, co-manager, A&R, whatever you want to call it, I wore those hats. Yeah. So I was in the middle of a lot of a lot of different, different, you know, situations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did having a title mean anything to you back then, or were you just? As long I didn't as the have work a title. Done. I was just carbon. Yeah. I never had a title until I started forcing the issue. Like, yo, I'm fucking with this music shit, bro. I'm trying to get in the letter. Da, 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 da. After you stay on a person so long, you know, either they gonna they gonna bend or. They're going to tell you to get out their face. And it was bending like it was going to go, and we were going to have this beautiful, you know, growing, fruitful, successful situation. But, you know, the title really doesn't, it doesn't matter unless the person who says, okay, this is what you are, respecting that. You know what I mean? Like, your title here, everybody around it respects that title. You know what I mean? The person who said, okay, Hayes is my guy for that. He respects that. Mm -hmm. So, but in my situation, it was different. It was like, all right, that's just carbon. That's just my homeboy. You know, and that kind of was the, 
beginning of the end when you when you can realize that it's just like okay you the big wigs the industry people you listen to that but when it come to me you'll listen to me but then like for example tm 103 we had a whole plan for tm 103 mm -hmm. we're gonna do this we're gonna drop the video with boosted we're gonna go for a trick daddy shoot that video in miami you and trey songs da, 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 da. come back the whole shit was changed it was nothing like how we discussed so it's like who had changed it? Did the label change it? Did he change it? Or they changed it. I don't know. Whoever they is, we're gonna leave it like that. Okay. <laughs> Whoever they is, they changed it. You know what I mean? But it wasn't what we discussed and wasn't a rollout. And then when it don't go the way it's supposed to go, it's just like, oh man, well, that's not what I sent. That's not what I said. Let's do so. That's on you. And it, you know, after so long, you people just like, that's on you. I told you so that. That just is what it is, and I'm I'm never gonna be the person that 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 that's not straight up and down with you. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm gonna be a buck. I'm gonna be 100. Yeah. That just is what it is, and that's how it started. It started from me telling you the truth about how I how I really feel about the shit. But then when it comes to me doing my part business wise, and you, I don't want to hear that. Man. I'm gonna just whatever they say. We are gonna go with them. And it just just got old. You know what I mean? So titles really, to the answer your question, titles, it never really was nothing. I never had, a, I was just carving. I, I, I built it, like in our relationship, mm -hmm. I built that. Yeah. You never talked to him, you always talked to me. Mm -hmm. But we would all, when it was time to drop, what I, was, I was sending everything oh, to yeah. everybody. So, you know, I just started building me. You know what I mean? And that's when I, when I realized that in 2011, I started my own LLC and just started building me. I feel that. Mm -hmm. What was your role with the other artists on CTE? Did you um, work hands on with them? I did the same thing. They had, you know, Slick was the first person I started working with. Slick Puller, Uzi all now. But he was the first person I started working with up under the brand, just like trusting me. You know what I mean? Letting me do this, bringing beats, putting it with producers and, you know, just connecting with doing, helping do features. We went to Boston, connected with my man last days. Like, I, he just let me rock. He, he trusted me. He respected the title of management. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? He respected that. So Slick was the beginning. And then I just started, you know, moving around. It was always good. Like, 211, um, all of them. Freddie Gibbs, when they came, I, I, I was the one that brought them in, took them around the town, helped them with the music, put them with Atlanta niggas who was popping. Like, when, when YG came to Atlanta, I introduced YG to YG. I mean, YG to Rich Homie Corn. Okay. I put that whole little my nigga run together. Hey, y'all need to do something. Rich homie finna go, you finna go. Mustard hot, put them in the A room, in the B room at Patchwork, and I walked out. Came back an hour later, my nigga, my nigga. <laughs> it's a huge record. A right huge there. record, you know what I mean? Yep. Real huge record, you know? It was so huge that, never told this story, but they were about, YG was gonna put two chains on the record. Oh, really? He was gonna put two chains on the record. I called G's, I'm like, yo, man, they got a crazy one down here, bro. It's about to be crazy, about to put two chains, rich homie on it. He said, it's hard like that. I said, man, this shit crazy. Call me, I go pick, he said, come pick me up. I go pick him up, we ride back down. We riding down, just playing the beat. My nigga, my nigga, you feel what I mean? So he hit it, then I played the song for him. He hit the song, he's like, oh, that's crazy. By the time we get to Patchwork, that man don't lay his verse, cut that shit, put it together, packaged it, put him in the middle, Rich. No, 
Rich Home in the Middle, him on the end, YG made that shit. He, he, that bitch can put them songs together. I ain't gonna hate on him on that. <laughs> when he got the creative juices around him and it's easy for him, he'll slide right in and do his thing. He put that shit together and boom, next thing you know, Memorial Day 2014, my nigga, my nigga was on the street going crazy. That shit shot up. You know what I mean? If it wouldn't have took off the way it would have, it might have been, been some issues, but it took off and everything went Ray and YG was happy. But at first he was like, hell, you put my song out. He was like, man, listen, man, Carmen brought it to me, man. It's a hit, man. This is what we gonna do. And that shit took off, bro. That shit took, took, took off. That was undeniable when that song It was undeniable, you know what I mean? And afterwards, you know. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. YG ain't looked back since. Mm -hmm. He ain't slowed down. He just been going up levels and levels. And I, claim, I, I know what I did for that situation. The, the world may not know, but that's one that I took in. I feel like, boom, I did that. Yeah. Never got my plaque, but really? I did that. Yeah, really. But well, that's another thing. Sounds like you put that whole record together. I know I did, but you know, <laughs> you, you don't know those conversations. I wasn't privy to those conversations to them when they're doing what they're doing. So I just do what I do. Like I said, you know, yeah. I just do what I do and start building carbon. Whether if, if they give me my just do or not, I'm going to just keep doing me, you know? Mm -hmm. Going back to Gibbs, do you feel like he was a good fit at CTE? Or? Yeah, definitely was a good fit. Definitely was a good fit. He just, you just got to let him off the chain and go. Feel Support like what he had going on. That's the only thing we needed. Support what he had going on. Let him off the chain. Put him on the project. Not the deluxe, the real project. You know what I mean? Don't leave him out the video. Put him on the video that you shot that he's on. You know what I mean? It was just little bitty stuff that could have propelled the situation and we would we would be having a different conversation right here now. Yeah. But the cookie, the dice didn't roll that way, you know? Yeah. We crapped out. You know, anytime a debate about Jeezy and Gucci comes up, the one thing people like to bring up is how many artists Gucci put on compared to the artists that Jeezy wasn't able to put on. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that's a fair statement that he kind of didn't break these artists or? I mean, see, you can put somebody on your platform, right? And you can, you can say their names and you can rock with them. But to get them over the hump and do what you're supposed to do, I would leave, I would say he left them flat on that end. You know what I mean? It's a countless amount of artists that we had. I can name, it's a lot of them. And when 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 the, when the situation started looking promising for them, he'd go the other way. You know what I mean? We had a USDA tour set up. Him, Blood Raw, Slick Pull, set up, go, everybody. One show we did, bananas. Afterwards, I don't want to do it no more. Like why? We got a gold project. Only thing you gotta do is keep going. And this shit will be a fucking platinum project. Didn't do it. So you know it's like. He put you on the platform, but is he going to water you and give you the right shit to make you grow and to be, you know, get to the next level? And that just is what it is. And I'm not saying Gucci is perfected at that, but Gucci don't care about putting somebody in their spotlight. He don't care about that. Come do with me. Everything I do, come on, do with me. And half to that, 
was credited to him just trying to outdo Jeezy. You got to understand, that was his whole mind. Oh, so y'all want to fool with him? Okay, I'm going to out-hustle him. I'm going to fool everybody this way. You know, that's where half of that shit come from. But, you know, you know, I, he out-hustled him. I got to give him that. He out-hustled him, bro. You could be all of that other stuff, but the man out-hustled you. It is what it is. So when you decided to part ways, was it an easy decision? Nah, because it's, it's in my skin, you know. It's 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 it's, it's, it's this, you know. And I'm and I'm an adult, bro. I don't I don't never talk about, you know. I never spoke on my situation with this, period. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be here today, if if if, if the calls weren't coming in after home mentioned my name on a song. You know what I mean? Like. It was a hard decision, man, but I had to do what was right for me, man. And, you know, back in 2014, I had faced so many difficulties with just trying to get him to open up and be, you know, like Ross or Gucci or, you know what I mean? Like, just move along. And it just was like me. It was just like, it was just like pulling teeth, man. So. I just had to make the decision, man. And yeah. One year, I think it was 2014, we were down in Miami and we had a conversation and I, I was like, yo, 2015, I, I'm going up. No more homeboy shit. Treat me as the executive that I am. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And after that, it just, after that conversation, I ain't, it's like I never spoke to him again. Everything just went left. We didn't have a conversation. Nothing. And I don't, I don't need closure. I can read in between the lines. Okay, if I call you for a week straight, you don't answer the phone. It is what it is. I'm going on on. You know what I mean? A few months later, six months later, I get a letter in the mail. Not even a phone call, a letter in the mail. You know, it's just, I just like, all right, cool, whatever. And I just moved on, just started living my life, man. Start, and that's where birthed my real individual movement, you know, because you'd be around people who, who portray a certain way. But when the doors close and when, when the cameras are lights off, they far from that. You know what I mean? So that's what birthed the real individual movement, you know, going through life and, you know, experiencing uh, letdowns and, and, you know, empty promises from when you not like I'm saying here, give me something. No, I'm working. I'm earning. I'm bringing it to the table. I'm an earner. You know what I mean? So after so long, it's just like, OK, boom. Then for you to send a letter to my house, like, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? So what did the letter say? The letter was like uh, just trying to get me to sign a, a confidentiality agreement. NDA, like we done stuff that I'll never talk about. So what make you think I need to sign an NDA? Or what makes you think I need to sign a confidentiality agreement? I never do that. That's how business goes, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I never signed it. I was I was going for it. I rolled for it. That's what I, that's what it was. It's, I ain't cover these tattoos up. You know what I mean? Like I I probably would still be doing it if it wasn't for my wife just saying, look, baby, like. You got to look at what's going on for you. Like, you are the one. You got the glow. Just take it and do it for you. So that's birth the rare individual movement. Yeah. yeah. Was easy transitioning to, you know, just being working for yourself now. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty easy, man. You know, it, it was different. The money wasn't the same. And, you know, you aren't, you know, the limelight. It's still the limelight. I still got the juice card. I still can move around and do what I do. I know everybody, but... 
it's just different when you're not on that platform anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, cool. But I still get the same love from everybody. Now, the people that, that didn't want to talk to me then, now they talk to me more because they realize I'm on my own, doing my own thing, man. You made it through, man. You, I respect that, man. You know. And now you have it. Yeah. How'd you link with Freaky? Freaky, man. Eh. Just moving through this city, man. I was on the come up, man. Just moving through the city, man. And one of my partners, man, he knew my track record. He was like, man, you need to get with Freaky, man. I was like, who is Freaky? You know, the Uno, the Money Savage. I'm like, oh, I heard of him, but I never met him before. I knew him from their sack, right, restraint record. Okay, yeah. And um, we linked up 2015, 2016. 2016, if I am mistaken. All I know is we linked up, and six months later, we had a, a single deal for Drip Set. Yeah, <laughs> quick, Interscope, what up? Dash, Hop, Brandon, what up? Quick, fast, in a hurry, you know what I mean? So that gave me my confidence all over again. Like, I just started working with this kid. Two months later, three months later, Def Jam, I mean, not Def Jam, Interscope, hey, we like what y'all doing. Fly on out here. We dropped Drip Set, what, July, to, July something, 2017. We were in L.A. in fucking Interscope offices in August. <laughs> a month later, we didn't sign the, the single situation, the single deal until a couple months after that, but it, didn't, it don't take long. That's how I, I know this game, your life can change with the right people paying attention and supporting what you're doing. You know what I mean? So 2017, we linked up and... We did the um, drip set with him and Future. We shot the video. We, they recorded the song. We shot the video. Thug came out. You know, Atlanta, the Atlanta streets came out and supported the kid. And, you know, we fulfilled that deal with Interscope. And we just been in, independent, moving around now. You know, we just soaking it up. The, the pandemic slowed it down a little bit, but we just reverted to the internet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. YouTube, Instagram, and just building. You know, just build it, man. He freaky, man. He, you know, he got a big heart, man. Home just got to just, if he just can stop being who he is, you know what I mean? And focus on this for a little while because he's just so laid back and just cool. You know what I mean? I, I just try to get him like, turn up a little bit, bro. He said, shit, I'm, I am who I am, bro. Like, I move how I move. Everybody love me for who I am. And I can't knock that because they, they rock with him. Dirk, Stug, Future, mm -hmm. Erica Badu, she fucks with him like, she seen him, she just took a liking to him, follow him on the ground and post him from time to time. So it's like people rock with him, you know, it's just timing. Timing is everything, you know, with his music, it's just timing, man. So we just gonna stay down, man, till the doors open up, man. Freaky, Absolutely. he one of them ones, man. Yeah. Is there any other artists that you're managing working with right now? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Billy Slum, Slum Child, he out of making Slum World Order on Instagram. Um, I got producer Knoxville Beats, um, Eight Figures. He produced uh, Javinci with, with, uh, okay. Dirk. with Dirk and, and Future. I mean, not Future, Dirk and Freaky. Mm -hmm. you, the one of your favorites, you yes, know what sir, I mean? You know it. <laughs> he produced that. And um, I consult with a couple of people like Hollywood YC. I be looking out with, you know, whatever, whenever he calls. You know what I mean? Just I'm moving around, you know what I mean? But Freaky, that's my guy. Yeah. You know, I, I got another kid out of Mississippi. His name is Heath, Jackson, Mississippi, white guy. Hmm. He talented though. Hi, I'm Heath on Instagram, the boy fire. Hmm. He on the way, so I'm just building that. But, you know, that's my night job. In the daytime, I'm pushing this rare individual shit. I got a pop-up I'm doing right now. I left to come jump off the porch with y'all 
But I'm about to go back to my pop-up and I'll be there till eight o'clock. So what's some of the goals for rare individuals? Seven figures off cotton. You did? Seven figures off cotton. I set that in my head and, and that's just something that I say every day. Seven figures off cotton, all off cotton. You know what I mean? Whatever else happens after that is gonna happen. But the goal is to just move around, man. You know, Ken Lowe from Players University, he's like one of my mentors. Like, I don't know if you remember that brand back in the day, but he's had a resurgence as of lately. And he just shares and gives game. And I'm trying to help any other upcoming brands that, cause I've been doing, I was a brand ambassador for 8732. I, put the Migos clothing line together, Boosie's clothing line together. So I know what I'm doing when it comes to it. Yeah. You know, I got great designer partners, um, D-Map, this new fresh kid up in D Detroit, Dez Delmar forever. You know, I, my goal is to just be a brand that separates regular stuff to and, and puts the rare individuals, puts a highlight on the rare individuals who say, okay, I'm, I'm a beater. I'm a beater. I might not make it at 3:30, but I'll be there at 3:42. You know what I mean? So, those are the rare individuals. They say they're gonna make it. They pull up. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what I'm looking for. Somebody who stands on their word, stands on loyalty. You know, that's the rare individual. I'm trying to just spread it out. It's the rare individual collective. Rare individual is just the merch. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The collective is. The, everything that I do, my management, you know, the consulting, you know, business deals, that's just everything. You know, we're about to even start doing events, you know what I mean? Just hosting events where I, I'm playing new artists' music, I'm, I'm doing designers, I'm putting new designers, new artists, everything. I'm going with a whole new level. I'm just going to create it. I'm just going to start doing it in all the top cities. The Rare Individual Collective, we're just going to do a whole pop-up and it's just going to be full, fully rare, you know, be on the lookout. Yes, sir. Billboards and all the top 10. Yeah, billboards. ShopRareIndividual.com is on the way. Yeah. Any last words? Any shout outs before we wrap it up, Carvin? Nah, man. Just, 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 man. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Shout out my boy Spitty. Shout out my boy Ziplock Mo. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? And, uh, and I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful I woke up today, man. And shout out to, you know, just God, man, y'all, for life, you know what I mean? You know, that's, that's just, ain't nothing regular about waking up every day. People need to realize that, man. Yeah. So, you know, God, and just, you know, myself for not giving up and still going, you know what I mean? And my team, you know what I mean? Shout out to everybody, man, all the red, everybody within this rare individual collective, you know who you are, anybody supported the movement, yeah. Yeah, and be on the lookout, man. We got uh, we got the city coming up. My boy Freaky, he got a whole project. We ain't dropping the project. Right now, we just dropping videos and singles. So go check him out on YouTube. And uh, check out Hollywood YC, Notes from the Goat. Check out Slum World Order. He, he, he on this right now thing. He vibing. He R&B Billy. So check him out. And, you know, I'm building, man. And we got this hush movement, too. Yeah, I'm linked in with my boy Kinky B. I forgot. Kinky B back. He hustling until something happens. Hush. So he moving around. Yeah, he got blood raw. He got uh, B Jizzle, Hush B Jizzle. He got Hush Drip Goo. He got DeLorean. He got Champ Taylor. He moving, man. Kink on his way back. So shout out to Kinky B. You know what I mean? Come on back home, man. And uh, yeah, that's what we on, man. That's what we on. And the brand, right? Individuals.
Hit the website, man. Or pull up on me, man. I'm hand to hand with it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I appreciate y'all for having me, man. We bustin' a brick, we tell the block and we cut it in nicks. We smile at your bitch, got kicked out the spot, she gon' suck in no dick, no dick. We fill it with shit. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.